From Capital Analytics, I'm Abby Malone, and this is Invest Insights. Every week, we bring you perspectives, business advice, and more from the leading executives, entrepreneurs, and investors who are building, diversifying, and leading the way in the country's fastest-growing metro markets. Real leaders, real insights, right now. I'm joined today by Jonathan Weinhagen, the president and CEO of the Minneapolis Regional Chamber. Jonathan, thank you so much for being here today. Abby, thanks for having me. Great to be here. About a year ago now, you mentioned that the North Loop had become your favorite spot for happy hours and lunches, as most of the other restaurants and bars around the neighborhood weren't open. A year later, and a whole lot more open, do you have any personal updates of new spots or neighborhoods around the city that you're frequenting? What I would tell you is what a difference a year makes. Um, you know, a year ago, the North Loop was the place to be. Um, I would argue it still is. I had lunch there today. Um, may or may not have had a cocktail. Um, I'll keep that between you know, me and me and my guest at lunch. Um, but everything else is being reanimated, um, particularly downtown. You know, downtown has probably suffered the most over the course of the pandemic. What we've seen in the last couple of weeks and what we're going to see in the next couple of weeks and months is a resurgence. People are remembering what they loved about downtown. Uh, restaurants that have been closed for two years are reopening. Restaurants that went out um, are being repopulated with new um, new brands and new reimagined spaces and, and, and tastes and flavors. So we're just really excited about where things are going, uh, particularly downtown. Minneapolis is known for its Fortune 500 headquarters and its strong education sector. How do these solid market fundamentals help to foster a sense of creative thinking and innovation when it comes to new businesses in the region, whether it be products and services or new concepts or business models entirely? We are absolutely a headquarters community. Um, you know, I can't look at a set of talking points that doesn't have highest per capita Fortune 500 um, in the U.S. You know, it's kind of one of the things that we're known for. What I would tell you is you use the word solid, and that's exactly the case. Um, it's really foundational to who we are as a region, and it sets the stage for us to, to have that creativity. It really is an incubator. When we think about a headquarters community, you know, setting that foundation, creating an opportunity for entrepreneurs, for companies to come in and to invent and to be invested in. And we're seeing that as we move into this next phase of the pandemic, and most importantly, as we think about the economic recovery ahead. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity for you know, business startup and for business growth. And I think the Minneapolis-St. Paul market is well positioned because of our headquarters, because of our highly educated workforce, uh, to be a leader nationally in that space. A common thread in many conversations around Minneapolis is its long-standing inequities, whether in education outcomes, access to home ownership, capital access, and a number of other issues. Considering the long-standing nature of these issues and the acceleration of innovation over the past two years, what are some creative avenues being explored to combat these lingering issues? And absolutely, the inequities um, that we face in our region haunt all of us, um, and they they far predate the pandemic. We've been talking about this for for decades. They've only been exacerbated by the last two years, um, you know, in the aftermath of the murder of George Floyd, you know, the pandemic, all of those things. So it certainly has created more urgency and more of a responsibility for this market to respond and to think about what is that next thing that we're going to do. And what I would tell you is it's not one thing. Um, it's a lot of different things. And, you know, 
We've, we've stood up a first in the nation Center for Economic Inclusion that is tackling these issues each and every day. Tawana Black is the founder and CEO of that organization. Within the next couple of weeks, a group of business and civic leaders are going to head to Montgomery to really dig into some of the racial reckoning um, that has happened in our country. And then businesses and employers are stepping up in, in new and different ways. They are committing to hiring. They're committing to investing. They're committing to go beyond what they've ever done before. And it's not just words on a sheet of paper. Um, we're actually starting to see results. And most importantly, we're measuring it. Big believer in what gets measured gets done. And that's what you're seeing in this region today. And as we round out our discussion today on creativity, what role does creativity play in remaining competitive in today's landscape? I think this is the, you know, I won't even say the, the million, billion, or trillion dollar question. This is the, the future question for, for business leaders, for organizational leaders, for community leaders. You know, what is the future? You know, there's an old adage that what's old is new again. Um, I don't buy it. Um, I think what's old is still old and what's new is, is what's next. And that's going to be the future. Um, as we think about leading into a post-pandemic world, we have an opportunity to hit reset. We have an opportunity to think about things completely differently. Um, I lead an organization that's 140 years old in an industry that's over 200 years old. You know, we're thinking about everything differently. Um, you know, if we walk into a meeting and we're not asking the question, you know, what can we do different today than we did yesterday or the day before, we're doing it wrong. And I think you're, you're hearing and seeing and feeling that. We're breaking systems. And back to the earlier question about inequities, that's what it's going to take. For us to emerge, for us to continue to prosper as an organization, as a region, um, we have to think differently. Um, we have to think creatively, and that's going to be the future. And the organizations and regions that do that well are going to be the organizations and regions that prosper. I like what you said. What's old is old, but what's new is next. Those are words to live by and something that our organization is, is living every single day. Well, thank you very much, John. No, happy to join you. Um, great talking to you. You've been listening to Invest Insights. Be sure to follow, rate, and review this podcast to hear more. I'm Abby Maloney. Thank you for tuning in.